Hey everyone, I'm Alex Basements. And I'm Mike Addicts. And this is the Film Tashi Voyage. So, Mike, fun fact. Yeah. I've been learning German, and my last name just means basements. Really? Yeah. Well, I already knew that, but I didn't know that it still meant basements. I thought it was, like, old-timey. Oh, okay. So, it's literally just the word basements? Yep. So, if it's, like, you know, look at the basements, it's just, like, de-basements. Or, sorry, de-keller. So, what's, uh, what, what makes it plural, I guess? What, like, what part of the, the word keller? Uh, well, keller is, like, moose. It's okay. like plural and singular. Oh, uh, okay. So it could be basement or basement. Yeah, so der basement or de basement. Oh. Or sorry, der Keller or de Keller. All right. I'm all confused. If I remember correctly, because my dad's been doing a lot of that Ancestry.com, uh, like dads do these days, mm. um, it was like Harding was derived from some, like, some other name that was a lot like Harding. And they named it after some Norwegian soldier that would just like run into battle and start killing everybody. Fun. Yeah. It's just like you. Just like me. Now, I'd be running the other way. I mean, my uh, first name means conqueror, I think. So I'm conqueror of basements. Oh, okay. Well, someone's got to conquer them, Alex. Yeah. And if, like, if you go back 10 years, I was conquering some basements. High yeah. school, Alex, it's all over those basements. All right. Playing Super Smash Bros. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know, high school shit. Now, okay, you're from the great state of Illinois, right? Mm, Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> uh, do they have basements aplenty in Fucking, Illinois? Yeah, basements are all, are, are you know, the shit over there. We got them tornadoes. So you have they tornadoes. They come up blowing in, but it's okay because you got that basement. What uh, What's the closest you've ever been to a tornado, Alex? I mean, I've been inside during tornadoes, so I wouldn't know literally how close. I mean, have you? has it like gone through your house? Tornadoes don't usually form near the grand city of Chicago due to the, the, the skyline. And also, I think the lake also has something to do with it. Right. They yeah. never really touched down. I never, we never had, we had tornado warnings, but they were never like in my town. Gotcha. Or in the near town. No tornado, there was no significant tornado damage in my lifetime anywhere in the Chicago area that I am aware of. Okay, so with the movie Twister... That takes place in, like, Kansas. Yeah, but do you have, like, a... Um, I, I'm wondering if you would have more of an attachment or, you know, an affinity I mean, like, that it was, movie that I movie would. was a little more scary as a kid. Could be like, oh, man, tornadoes happen here all the time. Is this, it's like, it could happen... This could happen to me. Gotcha. I could be in the basement and have my dad get sucked away into a Twister. And then you could grow up to be a cool-ass tornado Did- chasing... Chasing dude. In that movie, did the dad pull a man of steel? Did he save the dog and then get sucked away by a twister? Uh, I don't remember anything about a dog. I think only Clark Kent's dad was that foolish. Was it a dog? I don't know. A man of steel was a dog. I don't remember what happens in the first scene of Twister. Either way, the twister eats Helen Hunt's dad. 
because that's what twisters do. Clark Kent's dad in in Man of Steel, I feel like that guy just suffered from like some sort of depression for just years and years and years. And here's this chance (laughs) for him to save the dog. Well, I think it's like... (laughs) He's been trying to. He's been looking for a way out. That's what I mean. It's like he's he's just he just didn't like his life. That would be a really hilarious and also like dark, like darkly twisted Coen Brothers hilarious thing that they add in like Man of Steel two or whenever the fuck that comes out. He like Ghost Dad shows up again and he's like, oh by the way, I just wanted to die. (laughs) Well, there was Ghost Dad in um in what uh Batman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ghost Dad shows up again. Oh yeah, that's right. So have him show up again. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have Jarrell doing that shit. A couple of they both show up, and then uh, Jarrell and and Ghost got a fight, <laughs> ghost fight. Well, like Jarrell died doing something, you know. I don't. Well, I don't really know what he was doing. He died doing what he loved, saving a codex or something, shooting rockets. Whatever off. the fuck. What? Um. Okay. In Man of Steel, the first scene where they they grab like a, a skull or a bone or something, mm-hmm. and they send it with. They like, they like inject it into Clark Kent. Right. This is weird. It's an interesting wrinkle that doesn't really work because they don't do enough with it. Yeah. I it really confused me that whole thing. I like the idea of like, you know, the Superman mythos, everyone knows it, but it's like let's add an extra wrinkle of making it so uh, you know, Superman is like part of this cast society, but he's the first one who can choose his own destiny. It's like, ooh, that's oh, fun. Right. Right. But uh they kind of just like, oh, you can choose your own destiny, and I guess that's it. <laughs> um, I think I don't know. I it was a little. Uh, again, yeah, it didn't really come to much. Yeah, I mean, we you know we could we could swim in the same circles about Man of Steel, but the truth be told, we're hot on the heels of Aquaman. Um, Not on the heels. We're in the head uh, in the head of Aquaman. Aquaman. To be on the heels of something, you have to be behind it. Like it has to have happened, right? Oh, that's true. Okay, so we're hot in the head. Yeah. We're hot on the head of Aquaman. Aquaman Man comes out in over a month and a half. Right, so... I saw it today. James Wan said the movie's done. Gone gold. Cut, print, lock, picture lock, sound lock. Okay. Effects lock. Everything's done. Um, I think this is how the movie's going to play out. It's going to be Aquaman and his brother, and they're going to be like friends at the beginning. And then Aquaman's going to fight Black Manta. And then Black Manta's going to reveal that his brother sent him. And then he's going to have to fight his brother. I think what's going to happen is Aquaman act. doesn't even know his brother. And he's just going to have to fight him right away. In what we call an ass whooping. <laughs> call that an ass whooping. Um, see, Aquaman is a little bit weird for me. So Aquaman is a superhero. Yeah. So does he valiantly he protects the sea from human stuff? Is that his thing? I think he does both. I think he protects the 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 sea from the land and the land from the sea. So he's sort of like on everybody's team. He's a superhero. Yeah, he's he's pro human. Is he pro human? Or just pro? He's just a good. You know, he's just a good guy. Well, here's the thing. He's a nice guy. Just a good old good guy. Namor makes sense to me. Because Namor is a fucking asshole. When's he coming to the MCU? Well, he's technically a mutant, so it's still Fox property. Um, I thought he actually... Wasn't he licensed to Universal for a time, though? uh, Maybe. Here's the thing. Don't make a Namor movie, because it would be bad. No, like, just have him show up and, like, we had to go to Atlantis or whatever their version of Atlantis to talk to this asshole. And he's like, meow. 
Well, that's the thing. Namor is notoriously an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know his origin. He's like one of the oldest superheroes ever. He was fight. They were that was a part of the whole Captain America. Uh, you know, he was Captain fighting fighting Nazis. Yeah, he was fighting Nazis. Uh, with, well, like, I guess it doesn't make him a real mutant though, and that's probably why the rights get all fuzzy because he's a mutant now, but like he's not like. Yeah, he's retroactively a mutant. It's the same way that Scarlet Witch, etc. Right. You know. So Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, did they start off not as mutants? I don't know. And then later were Magneto's uh, kids? It's possible. All I know is that Quicksilver is dead and Scarlet Witch is getting their own TV show. Which, I don't know if they need that. I don't know if she needs one. Uh, you know. Same with Loki. Whatever. Tom Hiddleston's not going to be Loki, right? I don't know what he's up to. He might. I, I, huh. Okay. Um, uh, I just want to watch The Mandalorian. That's all. That's all. That's all I care about. All right, watching The Mandalorian. Oh man, you see that The Mandalorian's got a super sweet weapon. His weapon's the same weapon that Boba Fett had in the in the animated Star Wars holiday special. Isn't that super cool? Oh, really? Yes. Is that a thing? It is, and it makes me it, it warms my cold heart to see stuff like that. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, hey. Good for <laughs> good for that. Yep. Uh, when does the Mandalorian come out again? Probably next year sometime. Okay, I want to see some trailers for that shit. It's filming right now. Yeah. What do you expect? So, you can't... Uh, hey, cut that together. Oh, sorry. Cut it together. Cut it. Cut it out. Get down to business. They still have announced the cast, though. I wonder if they're still cut formulating it, it. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, the you know, here's the thing. Um, it's gonna be fun. Hopefully. Do we even know what network it, it's going to be It's on, on Disney streaming service. Oh, yeah. Disney Kablam, or whatever it's going to be called. It's Disney not going to be Kablamo? called. It's not called that. I would love if it was called Kablamo. If I could go to go into work every day and talk to my friends about the kind of programming that I watched on Kablamo last night. Speaking of Kablamo, in a sense, uh, <laughs> Netflix is uh is doing 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 good man they are releasing three of their movies in theaters and it makes me happy really which three the coen brothers new movie roma oh, and uh bird box what the hell's bird box oh man you haven't heard of bird box no one's heard oh, of bird box oh wait well the people who read the book are probably it's basically you know how a quiet place you can't make noise in bird box you can't make sound or can't make uh seeing you can't wait, make what? You can't make seeing in Bird Box. It's the same, it's simply it's like aliens invade the world. Except uh-huh. these aliens, if you look at them, you like go crazy oh, and you slit your wrists. Okay. And so you got to wear blindfolds. That's all I know about it. It's got Sandy Bullock. I um <laughs> may have done some spec work on it a long time ago, and it uh, probably didn't get picked up. Sandy Bullock. Um. What else? What about the uh, what about the Martin Scorsese? Well, that doesn't come out this year. Italiano or next year, whenever they come out. Italiano. That ain't coming out anytime soon. That I'm aware. I feel aware. like I heard about that movie like two years ago. From it's you. been well, also because it's a, like cost 150 million dollars, and they're doing like Marvel face replacement on all the main actors. Oh my god! To, like have them age throughout oh, okay. the years. I thought they were just taking their slow, sweet time with it because it's just a bunch of uh, bunch of oldies. You got you, Joe Pesci coming back with the. Big screen question mark? Hopefully. Either way, I'm very excited because I heard that Coen Brothers' new movie is very good and Roma is supposed to be the best movie of the year and I'm very excited about seeing that. Roma? Alfonso Cuaron's uh, oh. triumphant return to the big screen after Gravity. That's right. Which was 
what, four years ago? Long, oof. Three? Probably more five, than, five years ago? 2013? 2013, probably. Yeah. Wow. So he hasn't made a movie since then? He's been... Jesus. Mm, I don't know what he's been up to, but no, he's been making... Now he's got one. He's probably just at home raising his kids. Maybe he's just spending some time with his kids. Man, these directors, these Guillermo del Toro's and Alfonso Cuarón's and Iñárritu's, they're just... They own Hollywood. Yeah. The art, the sort of pop art scene, if hey. you will. Keep pumping it out. I'll, I'll throw money at that. I'll throw money at that shit. I mean, they've all won Best uh, Director. So that's cool. Yeah. Karan won Best Director for Gravity, right? Uh, mm, mm, did he? What was 2013? That was... Uh, I don't know. Argo? Uh, I don't know. I, Argo's before that. Argo's like 2012. I mean, I probably. used to be so good at remembering things and when they happened. The, the last like three years, my brain's melted. Well, let's check. Do, are we sure that Gravity won for Best Director, though? I think so. Okay. Um, I don't know. We're checking it out. That's what we do here yeah. on the Competitive Voyage. We fact check and we never talk out of our ass. <laughs> so, question for you What did you think of Gravity? And uh, people seem to be polarized about it. I loved Gravity, and I thought people who didn't like it were, f- were like, barking up the wrong tree. Wow, so this won uh, Academy Award for Best Director yeah, for 2014. 14. Well, was it the 2014 Academy Awards? Or those yes. Academy Awards for 2014. For 2013, okay. Okay. And then Academy Award for Best Original Music Score. Yeah, that was, it was good. Best Cinematography. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Visual Effects. Damn, I didn't realize it was such a uh, runaway hit. Gravity's amazing. I love Gravity. I, mean, I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Did you ever see First Man yet? I did. Oh. Actually, I was going to bring that up. First Man, super good. Did you see it in the big theater? I did. Oh, it's so good in the on, big theater. On your on your recommendation. I hope it was worth it. So, hey, you want to go uh, round round de on uh, talking First Man? I, I have some stuff to say about First yeah, Man. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Very enjoyable movie. I put it at my second favorite, whatever that guy's name is, movies. Well, above La La Land, I assume. Uh, what's the guy's name? Damien Chazelle. Oh, yeah. Damien Chazelle. Yes. So Whiplash at the top. Loved Whiplash. Uh, and then this movie. And then La La Land. I might go La La Land, Whiplash, this movie. Interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. They're all different. It's hard to say. Um, I think they don't do any favors calling the movie First Man. Uh, I think, like when I told people I was watching First Man, no one knew what the fuck I was talking about. What, you mean that claymation movie? <laughs> it sounds like it's like a, a Tim Allen, like a Tim Allen vehicle. Like, hey, I'm the first man or something. Or, well, I mean, there's also well, there's Early Man that came out earlier this year. Like, oh, like right. some kind of, or is that movie about that dog, those, the, the creation of dogs? Oh, yeah. What was that called? Alpha. Alpha, that's right. Movie surprisingly not terrible. Like, I've heard. Huh. Like, remember, it, it got delayed like two years. And usually when that happens, it's like, well, that usually means there's nothing good. But, like, it came out, it has like 80% Rotten Tomatoes or something. And people wow. are like, yeah, it's not bad. Damn. It's like, whoa. Sleeper hit. Um, so, First Man, everybody, is about Neil Armstrong, the mysterious... The mysterious first man that landed on the moon. He doesn't seem that mysterious. I'm sure he's well documented. He's not though. He he famously didn't do very many interviews at all. Well, just because you're not interviewed doesn't mean that you're you know 
Well, what I mean is like Buzz Aldrin, like I, I, I get this feeling that Buzz Aldrin just woke up every day, walked around. He would go to the grocery store every day and just stop people in aisles and be like, hey, I was on the moon. Like, I feel like that's Buzz yeah, Aldrin. Well, in the movie, especially like he really comes yeah. across as that kind of person, which is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they made him look like a jerk in the movie. Well, it's because I'm sure, like, no offense to Buzz Aldrin, he's a national hero, but I'm sure he's a bit prickly. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but um, Neil Armstrong sort of is just this dude that, like, did this thing and then just, you know... He's, a science, he's, like a, he's an engineer, he just wants to do his work. Yeah, and they, they made him seem like he lived a very sad life. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm curious about if that one thing in the movie is true. With the bracelet? Yeah. Probably not. It's more symbolic. I bet it's symbolic. Okay. Um, that was, you know, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, the movie is not, like I'm not like head over the he- head over heels for this movie. Mm-hmm. But I will say it had some re- very great moments. Um, and I would say that, uh, the third act and for anybody who doesn't know, they do land on the moon, uh, which, which I'm sure everybody would assume, but that scene was, was pretty, pretty damn beautiful. That was a beautiful all the scene. space stuff was some of the best space stuff I've seen since gravity. Yeah. Speaking of gravity, I'm trying to think, what was the, there was a space movie in 20, was it Martian? The Martian came out in what? No, it was 2015. What was the space movie of 2014? In, Interstellar. That was it. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, best space movie since Gravity. Yeah. I like this movie better than Interstellar and Martian. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think the farther we get from Interstellar, I think it's going to just turn into a nothing movie that people don't really talk about. I never really... Like, I was kind of lukewarm in it when it came yeah. out. Therefore, I'm ahead of the curve. I saw it the one time, and I was just like, eh. I saw it twice because I was invited to see it a second time. And it's like it's a movie that, while you're watching it, is very engaging and good. And then yeah. when it's done, it's like, okay. Right. That that was that. Um, which is weird, man. You know, I it used to be that Nolan movies were like a big deal for me. And uh and ever since um I guess like Interstellar and Dunkirk was both of those were like, well, these were enjoyable and then I just go away and I forget them. I really like Dunkirk, but it's similar. It was sort of like I don't plan on ever revisiting it. Yeah. Interstellar to me and I've talked about before was Nolan at his Nolanist and that <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like him showing his hand, sort of like he was like, oh, I, I, I like I've, I've seen your bag of tricks through like three or four movies, and now it's like I know all your tricks, so you're right. not, you can't really surprise me. Yeah, and also because Nolan is famously not a very emotional storyteller. Yeah, and like a couple of moments do hit in that movie, but for the most part, his emotional storytelling is still very robotic. Totally. Well, and you can actually, I feel at least, you can tell when he stopped working with Jonah Nolan. I sort of feel like there was a difference. Now he's on doing Westworld. Yeah, now he's off doing Westworld. Which but, people are pleased with? People like that show? Um, the first season, I thought a lot of people were really down with the first season. That every A lot of people were, were going nuts over the first season. Yeah, there was that. I remember hearing for second season two, people were like, oh, it sucks. But then when it ended, people were like, no, actually, it was pretty great. So I've heard, well, then, but people also don't. I don't know what people think about it. It was okay. Second season was okay. I'm not going to sit here and say I hated it because it's not hateable. Mm. It's just, it just is. Mm. It, like, you know, a lot of times with shows or even, or like with movies too, you know, um, it's like you get this first thing that's like, just amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get the follow-up to it that 
is not bad, but it it just sort of is the superficial kind of like it 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 fades into mediocrity, right? Yeah, this is why I don't like. It's one of the many reasons I ideologically don't like television, just because I don't like wasting my time. And it's like, oh man, this first scene was so good. I guess I'll keep watching it, and then like you know. By season three, it devolves into bad, and I stop watching it. It's like, well, what did I watch these first few seasons for? The story's not over for me. Like, the story's going to continue, but I don't care. I shouldn't have watched that first season, and I've wasted all this time. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, but it depend, for me, it also depends on the plan. Like, I think with Westworld, you can tell that maybe they didn't know if they are going to have a second season. That's That's what I feel. I feel like... The first season came out, and then it was like a year and a half of them trying to figure out what the second season would be. And then the second season came out, and it was like, well, this was sort of unnecessary. I heard it was just sort of like confusing for the sake of confusing. Yes, it was absolutely. like people liked all the the, the 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 this that and the other thing in the first season. So let's give them a throw them a bone and make it extra extra weird. Yes, and it's also uh, post uh, post. Fame post rising to fame, Tessa Thompson, who was like arguably like an interesting character in the first se- season, but mm. not like a main character in the first season. And then the second season, they just like sort of pushed her to the forefront. See, this is one of the reasons why Parks and Rec is one of the best shows ever made because Chris Pratt left to do Guardians of the Galaxy, right. came back, and was still a supporting character. <laughs> yeah, you know. I liked how they what they did in the show too to explain his uh, weight loss. He just stopped drinking beer. He just stopped drinking beer. Yeah. He went to London, and stopped drinking <laughs> beer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's important. It. I mean, it's it's. Uh, and I think Westworld sort of got affected by, for one, it was a smash hit the first season, and and so they they really need to follow up follow it up with something, mm-hmm. and then it got sort of too big for its britches. A victim of his own success, they call that. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard in a similar vein that House of Cards, most recent season, oh. is is real real bad. I happen to read some... Uh, someone mentioned that they started watching season six, and then a lot of people were commenting on it, and they're like, yeah, I'm five episodes in, I'm six episodes in, I'm blah, 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 and it's just not as great. So mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's like one of those things. Like, you know, people like the first, what, two-ish seasons were like, you know... Super, super great television, goddamn. Same mm-hmm. with like most Netflix shows, and then after yep. that, it just like by the it just fizzles out. Yep. Which is it's the same thing. It's just like, ah, oh, man, like why, why I don't want to become invested in this stuff. It's just, if it's just gonna, you know, overstay its welcome and, and not get there. It's like I like things, you know. I know it's different, and all that stuff, and I'm not saying people who like TV are wrong. I just uh, that's why I like movies. It's like movies are a package. And like they they get there or they don't and I don't get strung along for years, right? Only to not get there in the end. Well, yeah, I mean I agree, um, but also with movies, like it, I I feel like it kind of depends too. Yeah, there are obviously well, there, I mean like, there's lots of like there are shows where that case stay consistent the whole way through. Bojack sure. Horseman so far, like I really want that show to end so it will just end and be great the whole time. You know, I don't want. But this- hey, season five is pretty great, man. It is, and that's why yeah. I like hope just like end it. Just season six, just end it. I get this feeling with Bojack Horseman that they could probably just keep going and they'll maintain unless they replace like all their writers or something. But I get the feeling they could just maintain that. Time. I don't want. They shouldn't just end it. Just like have an ending. Well, yeah, it doesn't I mean, even have to be a. It can be ambiguous. Just like this is the end. It'll come eventually. Well, I right? want it to come now, so the show is like, <laughs> so it's like this is like the best, one of the best shows ever, as opposed to like this show was great for like 
seven seasons and then, and then had it, like three really bad seasons. Right, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate. And you're right. Like, I think most TV sort of falls prey to that. Like, it, it most TV, the way it works is is they'll be like, hey, ratings are high, things are going good, so we're just going to keep going until ratings get low. And then the network cancels us. Yeah, or, or you know, Breaking Bad ended on a high note in that way. Well, and I think with Breaking Bad, it was sort of like they were very careful about having a plan. Breaking Bad could have gone 10 or 15 seasons. Like, no joke. Like, it could have gone for for twice as long as it did. 15 seasons. No show goes for 15 seasons. Eh, walking, well, not Walking Dead, but... Well, shows do, can. But, like, first of all, A, no one gives a shit about Walking Dead anymore. And now they, they announced they're making three movies, which is like, what? Yeah. And then... um. I mean, Walking Dead's losing its main star. But well, no, and, it's because he's going to make three fucking movies. Oh, about Walking Dead? Yeah, he's making. Oh my god! They 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 plucked him from the television show and they put him in. They put him in on the silver screen, apparently. Oh, fuck for, that. They, and they, yeah, like, don't announce three movies right away. You only like do Star one, Wars is allowed to do yeah. that, or Harry Potter, or something that is a franchise. You know. But AMC oh. announced at some point that uh, and I don't know. If, I don't know if this is true still, but they were like, oh yeah. You know, with uh, with Walking Dead, we want to go like twelve seasons. Or I don't. Something. They're gonna. I think they said we're gonna go for as long as we could until right. the show dies. Yeah. And then they got the spin-off show that no one likes. Like nobody I know likes that show. Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't know how that's still going. It's it's. I tried watching it. I tried getting into it. I'm like, okay, this is bad right now, but I'm gonna keep going. And then I just, I didn't even make it to the second season. I just, I had to stop because it was, it was just. And I hate to say this, but it's just a worthless show. <laughs> I mean, like, um, The Walking Dead, even though, like I say, no one likes it, it's like the World of Warcraft of, 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 of television, where it's like, at its peak, it was the thing, and even now, it's higher, it has it draws more viewers than any other show. Yeah, it's even weird. Though, even though it's, like, lost half of its viewers. Well, that's the thing, it's like, with me, though, you know, I'm, I'm watching, I'm, okay, it might be Walking Dead, but I feel like I'm watching Dead, because it's just so boring. Hmm. I know, I'm... I've I've said this told the story before and I'll say it again. Watched the pilot, said that was cool, that was all right, I guess. And then everyone was like, yeah, it's basically the best it gets. And I'm like, great. And I never watched a second of it after that. Because Walking Dead falls into the same old boring, old trope that all zombie apocalypse stories fall into, There's where no it's end just game. where it's just. Oh, now it's tribal warfare against humans, and you know there's just like zombies over here for a bit, and then it's tribal warfare against other humans, and then there's just like oh some zombies, and then it's tribal warfare against another human tribe, yeah, and then there's just like zombies, you know it's it's never like you have zombies, and I get it like there's gonna be other human factions, but dude you gotta loop that shit back around every once in a while. You gotta make it about zombies again. You gotta, like, add to the lore and the mystery of the zombies. You yeah. can't just keep relying on, like, villain villains. I don't know. It's... You know what I wanna see? Huh? I wanna see a show, like a miniseries or a show or whatever. Maybe I'd watch it even. About... A, it's like a, a zombie apocalypse that's happened. Like, not like Society Falls happened, but, like, Resident Evil style, if you will, like cities are taken over and stuff, but the governments are still around. And it's happens, it's taken care of. And I want to see a courtroom drama <laughs> about who the fuck's responsible for this colossal fuck up. Is right. it like the government, like, you know, is it people in the government? Is it like the pharmaceutical companies or whoever's responsible? Like, you know, I just want to see like these hard hitting lawyers, you know, slamming their fists on tables and like throwing fingers around and being like, 
you know, accusing people of stuff. It's like To Kill a Mockingbird, except with, uh, you know, with zombies. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Because here's the thing. Realistically, and whatever, maybe some people will disagree with this. I want to hear if people disagree with this, our, our, our beloved fans that leave us awesome comments. Um, I feel like if there, if there was a zombie apocalypse, realistically, governments would stamp that shit out immediately. Like, the military or whoever needed to be there, they would basically stamp that shit out. They would quarantine whatever area this is in. They would destroy whatever the, the zombies were. And it would be over in, like, a few days. That's why I say Resident Evil style. In Resident Evil 2 slash 3, Raccoon City gets taken over by zombies, and the government's like, nuke it. Right. And they nuke the city. <laughs> and that's, yeah. the, that's it. And that's it. I mean, like... Not really, because like there's stupid outbreaks that happen all over that game series, and then they rebooted it, or did they? I don't know. Who cares? Um, but the point of the matter is, done and done, you know. Yeah, that that's what would happen. It, there's none of this like zombie apocalypse spanning over uh, ten seasons. <laughs> but whatever. But what if the zombies take over the military first, and then you got zombies and tanks? Yeah. <laughs> Could a zombie drive a tank? No, but I'm just... It's like that's the only credible, like, like a zombie army, like an armed zombie They'd army. They'd have to be smart zombies. They'd have to be... Um, it would have to be like I Am Legend, vampire, zombie, whatever those things were, where mm. they're actually, like, thinking instead of just eating brains. That's what it'd have to be. But, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I want someone to do something interesting with zombies. I feel like there's some interesting shit you could do with zombies that people haven't done. Yeah, yeah, there is. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of shows, though, I've actually watched some shows. Really? Even though I famously never watch shows. But I've watched two shows. What shows are those? (laughs) Yes, two. One of which... I don't know if it's ever going to get more than one season. The other one, it's, I'm adding to my uh, my list of shows. The first one is this charming as fuck show called Hilda on Netflix. Oh. It's got some gorgeous art style and amazing animation and production quality for a, for a TV show. Like, I find it funny because that show came out about the same time that that the Dragon Prince show came out that from the creators, not, um, the writers of Avatar, The Last Airbender. And that show has like animation on like fours but cg and it, i can't I, it gives me anxiety i cannot watch that huh on the other hand though this other show it's got like fluid as fuck like 24 frames per second probably not but like it looks it's great it's like super great animation colorful it's fun very relaxing oh. super charming would highly recommend it i, I it. know what you're talking about yeah that does look good you said it's called hilda hilda it's just like a fun like it's like not like it's not like oh man i'm gonna binge watch the fuck out of this it's like Oh, you know, I feel like killing some time. I'm going to watch this cute cartoon, you yeah. know, and relax. And it's get, really nice looking. Slip it in my PJs and drink some coffee or some yeah. hot cocoa or whatever. It's very fun. I, I recommend it highly. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, this show is now added to my list of shows. Castlevania. Really? I watched the first season, which is four episodes long, last year. Because um, a friend of mine who you met, actually, um, was like, let's watch this show. And I'm like, I guess. And I enjoyed it. But this season, season two, which just came out, the f- this, it's twice as long. It's eight episodes. The first half, pretty good. But the second half has some of the some fucking awesome vampire <laughs> action shit going on, man. 
Yeah. And the characters really won me over, and I'm really looking forward to season three. Wow. Well, cool. The problem with the, that season, I'll kind of get into minor spoilers, very, very minor, is that season, the first half of season two, the main characters from season one are kind of on the back burner, and like you kind of hang out with Dracula and his you know, <laughs> stupid horde of idiots, and like they, they're like playing the Game of Thrones and whatever. And like that's interesting and all, but it could have been cut in half, and you oh. wouldn't have lost anything. I see. Because kind of gr- there's a lot of like wasting time in a sense. Like you know, like these characters are all gonna either you know get what they want or die or whatever. Like the, their plans are all gonna go into motion. You don't need to have s- multiple scenes of them essentially explaining themselves to each other in different rooms. Uh-huh. And then also there's a couple of like. Um, not necessarily out of place, but totally egregious fla- uh, flashbacks or or scenes of vampires just like mowing through towns and ripping people in half. Oh shit! Where it's just like this is fun and all, but like it has nothing to do with the story. Right? Yeah, it's just. Uh... Huh. Yeah, like one episode starts where like these vampires are like, "I'm hungry, let's go to town and kill some people," and then for like the next three minutes they're just like, "Yeah, they're like busting through walls and like like you know ripping heads off and stuff." Is it? It's like super real- gory. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like people are really, like people get lots of things get smashed in and ripped off and cut in half and disemboweled. Huh. Well. And this, I think one this show has some of the best use of like magic I've seen in a long time. Like there's a magician character and she's super cool and she, like the way she her magic works it looks awesome. Oh. So it's a it's a, it's a visual feast. Would, would recommend highly if you if you don't mind like. Over the top, gothic, ho- disgusting, gory horror stuff. Okay, yeah, and, I, a, and a lot of waxing poetic on like mankind and oh. the, you know the evils of man or whatever. Oh well, I could, I guess I could do with some of that. You know, you know, you gotta, you gotta wax sometimes, right? Yeah, I, I've never had much of an interest in like Castlevania, but um, I don't know. I mean. It's one thing to say that about a video game. I guess it's another completely different thing to say that about a show, right? But the show has nothing to do with the game series. There's like barely any story in those series. The story in Castlevania, every game is Dracula shows up. You got to go into his castle and kill him. And you do. Right. And then like 100 years later, it's like Dracula shows up again. I don't know why. <laughs> Just do it again, you know? Except this time you're a different Belmont. Um, right. I played like six of those games, maybe more. And it's one of those things where it's like you don't realize you're a fan of the series until like you do. Until you're six games in, until you're like, like, well, it's like, oh shit, what happened to my life? Well, it's like I was watching this show, and it's like, holy fuck, I played like so many Castlevania games. I never even considered myself a Castlevania fan, but I guess I am. Yeah. Well, I, you know, uh, at my last place, my roommate played a lot of Castlevania for for a while. I'd be walking around, you know, it's like I'd walk in on him playing Castlevania for. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. For oh, ages. Uh. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and it seemed like it was like good. Good old gaming fun. Yeah, I played like Castlevania Four. I played Symphony of the Night. I played all the ones on the Game Boy Advance and the in the DS. I played Lords of Shadow, which is really fun. When was the last Castlevania game? Well, Lords of Shadow Two might have been. That one wasn't that good, though. I hear it. I didn't get it. And has it always been side scroller, or have they had? No, Lords of Shadow is like a God of War kind of clone. Oh, uh, like third person kind and of. Castlevania Sixty Four is famously bad for just being a bad yeah. third person action game with yeah. like really terrible like fog fog of war because uh, you know back in the old days in the N sixty four kids might not remember this if you're a kid listen to this which why why would you be N sixty four games had horrific fog because they couldn't load things in right yeah 
I mean, N sixty four did what it could, right? Mm-hmm. It was for the for the time. It was it was I was impressed, but you look back at it now and it's like, oh, this is like uh, the equivalent to uh, dial up internet or like uh, you know the first phone. I mean, yeah, most games control like ass. A and, rotary uh, phone. That's the thing. If they made like you know that you know there's like the Super Nintendo Mini, right? Oh yeah. If they made a super or an N sixty four mini, they might. Would you? Do you think they'd have to like update the controls on every game? Because like N sixty four games, can't you can't play them nowadays? Like you can't? you can't play Goldeneye. Like it's like so counterintuitive. Really? Well, it's like that. Like because like for like a first person shooter, like you know now you have two sticks. But to play a first person shooter with just one con- with one joystick, oh right, it's just like what what am I doing? That's right. And like yeah. even they didn't they couldn't like even like Time Splitters two couldn't figure out how to do first person shooters even though I had two sticks because I remember going back and replaying that game a while ago on the GameCube and it's like you have to like hold down a trigger button to aim it's like Halo figured it out like two years <laughs> earlier you know yeah um me thinks they'll never make a mini N sixty four I I at least not not in in like a um. Not anytime soon. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure there's... You know what the real tragedy is, though, man? Uh-huh. They can never re-release Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 because of all the music licenses. Oh, right. Yeah. Even though that was not that was on the GameCube, but still. I had some uh, I had some good music in there. Mm-hmm. Had... Uh, Gorilla Radio. Yeah. Was Did that have Fight Like a Brave by I Red Hot remember. Chili Peppers? Fight Like a Brave. <laughs> I think uh, one of the Tony Hawk games had like a lot of Kiss music and Gene Simmons in it. Ugh. Yeah, that series got kind of weird. Who was the secret character? Was it Darth Maul in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three, or maybe it was? Uh, it, not Spider-Man. not three. There's maybe three. I don't know. I know two was Spider Man. Was it Wolverine? It might have been Wolverine. Two was Spider Man. Yeah. Two was Spider-Man. Maybe Wolverine. I remember Wolverine, Spider-Man, Darth Maul. I don't know which order those were in, but... Yeah, the Gene Simmons was one thing. It doesn't matter. That series is dead. That's too bad. Well, they're making... Well... It was fun making your own course. Skateboarding... Is skateboarding as big as it once was? No. Yeah, I thought so. Absolutely not. I mean, there's that movie mid-90s all about skateboarding, which I haven't seen, and I probably won't because I'm really busy right now. With uh, Jonah Hill? Man, I gotta be so selective. Like... I couldn't. I wanted to see, uh, Bad Times the El Royale and Old Man the Gun. Didn't get around to it because I got shanghaied in this super, super secret, super project at work, and now I gotta like, you know, crunch my hours and shit. And then like, I had family visiting one weekend, then friends visiting the next weekend. I haven't seen any goddamn movies. You're, uh, and all the movies I wanted to see are now out of theaters, and then the ones that are the only movies in theaters now are like mid nineties, and like, <laughs> can you forgive me? It's like movies are like ah, it's so heavy. I don't want to watch those movies about people being sad and living hard lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, what was I gonna say? Well, hey, Alex, sorry to hear that. Mm. But I get the feeling, you know, you're still going to make it in time for some really good movies. You know what movie I want to see um, that nobody wants to see with me, but I kind of want to see it just because I feel like seeing something really dumb? What's that? I want to see The Nutcracker. 
Dude, I know people that want to see it. I'll see it. Fuck it. I just want to see something that's like colorful and like visual candy, and I don't have to think about it at all. Yeah. That sounds very appealing right now. Hey, dude, I'm down. I'm down to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Just in regards of Jonah Hill, you know, we we started watching uh, Maniac Mm -hmm. with him and Emma Stone. Yeah. And it's real slow and real kind of, we don't know what to think about it. Well, even though that director's doing Bond 25, so I should probably watch it just because. Yeah. It's uh, w- that's the same guy that did True Detective, right? Yeah, and the Beasts of No Nation. Oh, that's right. Which is different from the Beasts of the Southern Wild. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, Maniac is uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's a weird slow series. It's I don't a weird mind slow, slow Netflix series. I kind of like. Is it like seventies sci-fi slow? I don't know what that means. Like. <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, it's like 2001, it's in the 60s, but that's like kind of like, like Solaris or like... What it is, is they set up a plot device. They, mm-hmm. set, up a, uh, they set up a way of, of telling this story that's just very... Like, it's like a novelty. It's kind of like, oh, this is cool that it's like, it's such a novel idea. But it's just so like, you don't even need to... You d- so far, we feel... By me, I mean... My girlfriend and I, we, it's the like the royal we, yeah, the royal we, not me and like another voice in my head or something, although that would be fun. Um, there, it just gets into this weird no, novelty idea of telling this, this story, and it just seems so like extraneous and like it doesn't need to be there, you know. It, it's just like, oh, we just watched an hour long episode, and what did we learn? <laughs> Nothing, but yeah. I don't know. I'll probably finish it, but we'll see. I'll check it out. I've heard yeah good things about it, but uh, I don't know. It seems like one of those shows where it's like that. Could, I, I could imagine liking that, and then like you know, I watch it, and usually I do. Like Stranger Things was like that, where it's like oh uh, fuck yeah, yeah, I can imagine liking Stranger Things. Stranger Things is a rarity, though. I mean, that's just like perfection. Like it, I, I don't know if you were to say like if you were to pick one Netflix show that you could keep around, what Bojack would it be? Horseman. Bojack Horseman. Yes. Me too. Three it's, times be- a- it's between that and Stranger Things, I think. Oh, surely there's some other show on Netflix that I like more than Stranger Things. I hear Daredevil Season 3 is really good, but you haven't seen any of them. Any of them. I haven't seen a, a second of mar- any Marvel shows because I've heard that Daredevil is the only show worth watching maybe Jessica Jones Season 1. Daredevil, well, okay, I would say Daredevil, uh, all of it. Because it's all pretty good. Yeah, I've heard like even season two is not as good, but not bad. Oh, and the Punishers. I've heard like the Punishers either the best or worst Marvel show on on Netflix. I thought it was really good. I've heard both. I've heard like both opinions. Oh, okay. No, I thought it was really good. Um, it's so between the two Punisher movies and the Punisher Netflix series, if you want to see the best version of the Punisher, it's the Netflix it's Punisher series. It is a low and bar. There's also three Punisher movies, man. Oh yeah, Dolph Lundgren. I haven't seen that one. I haven't either, but I've heard it's right. Really dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that kind of reminds me of a movie I saw recently. Maybe I should save it for next episode, though. I have I have some uh, tricks up my sleeve for the next. I only episode. I'll blow it. I'll blow, I'll blow my load right now, just because I'm whatever. I saw a movie basically in the same vein, um, but probably much much worse. One of the most worst movies I've ever seen, maybe. Um, I was bored and I watched this movie on Amazon Prime, Jean-Claude Van Damme in Cyborg. 
Oh. Which is not about a cyborg and barely features any cyborgs. It's bullshit. What, so it's not about a cyborg? Bear, no, not really, no. But There's a cyborg in it. Oh, okay. But she's not really a character, and she doesn't really show up much, and she's not really the main point of the story. Interesting. Um, what? The movie's not really about anything. They, like, it's it's literally an hour-long movie stretched down to 90, like, 85 minutes. They they, they show the same <laughs> flashbacks two or three times a piece. Huh. It's just, there's no story. I don't know, like... The character, there aren't. It's bad. It's really bad. There's not. It's not. It's poorly. It's badly edited. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing good about it. Not a, a single thing. Except, well, the only th- good thing about it is that, um, you know, some really hunky dudes, if you will. Right. So it's like some, you know, some rippling muscles. I mean, is it just your typical like John Claude Van Damme? No, movie? your typical John Claude Van Damme movie is much, much better. Really. This one. This is one of the canon movies. You know Canon, like they're a famous, famously now defunct trash peddling <laughs> studio from like no. the 80s. Oh, they made such, like they were famous for just making garbage, and then they tried to go legit with Master of the Universe and failed. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. And this was apparently their last movie. Um, wow. They made like the Death Wish sequels where like Charles Bronson's like blowing up hippies and with like <laughs> rocket launchers and shit. They're not hippies, but like, you know, like. <laughs> Like, you know, the gangsters in, like, New York City looks like it's, like, the Detroit from RoboCop. Right, like yeah. toxic ooze everywhere. Like, that kind of, sh- like, skeezy sh- schmaltz, or not schmaltz, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Schlock. That's Schlock, it. yeah. Is it, like, Asylum, kind of? Essentially, that's, like, the Asylum back in the day, except they wouldn't rip things off. They would try to make cheap movies. They invented uh, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Watch that documentary. It's called Electric Boogaloo: The Story of Ken. Great movie, super <laughs> awesome, informative. Uh, yeah, they just basically made like, you know, over the top action movies that were also maybe at the same time softcore porn. Uh, okay. Um, gotcha. I think they had a couple of gems, but the most part just just garbage. And this one was like, yeah, the most some of the most garbage, garbage ever garbaged. Wow. They like film on like they're like obviously filming in like some abandoned building somewhere and like they spend so much time just like filming the same like they spend like a minute just filming henchmen coming out of a like a manhole and then they like cut to a different henchman coming out of that manhole but it's like the same guy dressed in a different costume obviously rinse and repeat over and over again yeah yeah. And the main villain's got these contacts and every time he takes off the sunglasses the score goes like dun 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 it's like yeah we know he's got these weird eyes I don't know. It's terrible. It's so really what, bad. So what inspired you to, to watch this? Because they've I'm added curious. a bunch of Jean-Claude Van Damme movies to fucking Amazon Prime. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to watch these Jean-Claude oh, Van Damme okay. movies. I watched, uh, what was the one where he plays twins? I forget the name of it already. Double Impact. Watch that one. Um, <laughs> Lionheart still have to watch. Especially because I watched Bloodsport first. Yeah. And ever since then, I'm just trying to get that high again. I'm just trying to get that Bloodsport high. I haven't yet to get it because Bloodsport's so fucking good. And nothing comes close. I still haven't seen Bloodsport. Mm, sudden Death, terrible. Uh, uh, kickboxer, no good. Um, Honestly, my only, you know, I I have a pr- actually a pretty limited scope of when it comes to John Claude Van Damme movies. Really, the only John Claude Van Damme movies I've seen is maybe be, like Street Fighter uh, because yeah. I was a kid and I liked the game, and then. 
What else? I don't even know. I, 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 even I haven't know. seen Broken Arrow, but that's haven't one. Haven't seen Broken Arrow. Yeah, I see that one. Um, Time Cop, need to see that. Haven't seen it. You gotta see Time Cop. I saw the one commercial where John Claude Van Damme is standing on two uh, moving trucks and then they start pulling apart and he does the splits i mean i, I haven't seen jcvd or that show he's on or was on john claude van johnson oh i saw expendables 2 he's great in that that movie is great no oh, expendables yeah. 1 sucks Expendables 2 is great what i haven't seen three? expendables 3 oh, okay um in expendables 2 he kicks a knife into liam hemsworth's chest it's great right. right into his heart have you seen that no i haven't oh, seen any so of those good. movies like he has got a henchman, and he's like a henchman's holding up a knife to Liam Hemsworth's heart, and John Claude Van Damme just roundhouse kicks it right into him. It's amazing. What is Liam Hemsworth doing in there? He's there to he's die. He's not an actor. He shows star. up in the first. He's like, I'm part of the Expendables now. Gee whiz, fellas! I also I have a wife, and then he gets killed immediately. Whenever a character announces that they have a wife in an action movie, you you know that they're gonna die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or they're or they're gonna f- save them from something, right? If it's yeah. a secondary character, they did. That's what I mean, a secondary character, yeah. Um, or a kid, even. I read recently. Uh, okay, back when I was a kid, there was Wizard magazine. I don't know if this I still saw exists. Wizard Annie. Uh, but you know Wizard, right? Are they, they're gone. I don't know. I, maybe they're around still. But I mean, it was like, like who buys magazines anymore? It was like a monthly magazine regarding. Comics, I know, yeah, I know it was a, right. So they had a, a, a X Men casting. Oh, in Wizard magazine. Oh, I can only imagine. And this was back in the the probably the mid nineties. These are just like fucking bloggers back with back in the day though. Essentially, yeah, They're like not modern day bloggers. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, they said Patrick Stewart for Xavier. Naturally, mm-hmm. um, they said uh, Glenn Danzig for Wolverine, which almost happened. They said Rudger Howard for Magneto. That's actually not a bad choice. That's actually a pretty cool ass casting right there. You know, real quick aside, Rudger Howard's in the Sisters Brothers as a not in a non-speaking role. He, sh- he looks through a window, and that's it. Interesting. He, like you see, you look up from the street, and he's in through a window. And he's like, hmm. And then, like, he goes back into his office, and at the end of the movie, it's like, and special appearance by Rucker Hauer. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but then, guess who they casted as Gambit? Jean Claude Van Damme. A then younger, that's 90s aged Jean Claude Van Damme. Also, not a bad call. Jean Claude, like, that's a, 90s, if they made the X Men in the 90s, they'd be the perfect Gambit because he's already he's already French and he's got a bunch of kicks. <laughs> he does have a bunch of kicks. I'd be into that. Uh, that's I'd, that's I'd great <laughs> casting. Could you imagine Glenn Danzig and Jean-Claude Van Damme sharing the silver screen in a... Oh, and then they said for uh, Cyclops, it would be the guy that was in Terminator. The, the Michael Bean? Michael Bean, yeah. They said Michael Bean for Cyclops. Anyway, to answer your question, no, I can't, because a mid-90s Jean-Claude Van Damme was famously dickish and would not share the screen with anybody. It, well, including another giant dick, Glenn Danzig. What was he famously dickish for? Oh, Glenn Danzig is is famously known as uh, as a hard to work with person, and that's I think why they didn't cast him as Wolverine. What's this called a claim to fame? I don't, I can't, like, I can't picture the face. He's the singer. Uh, well, he was the singer of the Misfits, and then the Misfits kicked him out, and then he did his solo career. 
and then they got another singer for a while, and then their bassist was their singer for a while. Wait, why would you cast a musician as Wolverine? I don't know. Well, whatever. I don't know. They See, tried casting him, casting. and then something happened. Maybe they found out that he couldn't act. I don't know. And then like they casted Hugh Jackman, and then Glenn Danzig said some bad things about Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. It's, yeah. It's, Sounds uh, dumb. He was, uh, he, he was a guest star in Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I don't know if you ever watched that show. But no, I was a little young for it. Uh, they had Danzig in an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Hmm. And after they made it, he looked at it and he's like, uh, you got to make me taller. So then they had to go back and make him taller in every single shot that he was in. Um, and then there's a famous video where he's like talking shit to somebody and then they just punch him in the face and then he just is knocked out immediately. Which is another fun video. Anyways, ah, the internet. He's a fun singer. Hey, he's a fun singer. Um, but yeah, the webs we weave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I came across that the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's all I have to say about that. Well, I mean, speaking well, I mean, uh, speaking X Men, you saw a movie from the director of X Men, did you not? Yeah, I'm gonna save that for next okay. episode. Um, cool. I, I think that'll be a nice like launching into something I real see deep. Deep for everybody. I, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody this last weekend, but I'm gonna talk about it next time. Yeah, so stay tuned. Stay tuned, because that's uh, boy. That's sure an onion to peel. That well, I that have slick. I have something real quick I could say, I guess. Uh, sure. But like, I'm not going to talk about it in depth just because I don't want to. Yeah. Because uh, I want to spoil it. I had the opportunity to see Wreck-It Ralph two. Oh shit! Last week, it? and all I'm going to say about it is go see it. Okay. I will. I'm sure it's very good. Um. Yeah. Who? Uh, who's? I, I saw a trailer for that recently, and I noticed there was, you know, they announced more, or they, they showcased more of the cast in that movie. Um, I'm trying to remember who else is in that movie right now. Well, I will say one of the actors who's in it was Alfred Molina, and he happened to be at the uh, place I was at. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with uh, Dr. Octopus himself. That's right, yeah. That was fun. Uh, anyways, uh, like like the not from the original cast, you've seen the first record, Ralph, I yeah. assume. Yeah. Yeah, this new one it has Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, 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 okay. Gal Gadot, and Bill Hader's in it briefly, and uh, someone else who I can't remember now. It's yeah. basically it. It's not much of a new cast. Right on. Well, there's some people, but yeah, yeah but like there's not many big new characters, if I recall. Right. It's more just uh. The main characters get into hijinks, you know? Yeah. Excellent visuals, also real thrilling sequences. Well, how many years has it been since the last one? Six. Six years. Well, I mean, the director did Zootopia. Rich oh, Moore okay. did Zootopia. Gotcha. So that's cool. Yeah, I imagine, uh, you know, you know, whenever there's a little bit of a time jump, right? Whenever there's a little bit of a, a couple of years in between there, a few years in between, there's, there's a nice crisp... You know, a nice crisp upgrade to, to all the visuals. Yeah, well, also, this fun fact, this is Disney's first sequel since The Rescuers Down Under. Really? First theatrical sequel. 
first like Disney Studios. Sequel. Yeah, first yeah. Disney Studios first sequel since the th- since the Rescuers Down Under. Gotcha. Because I mean, you know, there is an extremely goofy movie. All right. No, those are Disney Toon Studios, which actually just went out of business. Really? Not that a lot of business was shuttered, I guess, if you will. Uh, uh, they were working on something. I think they were like working on those planes movies, but like I don't know what happened. I guess that that well ran dry. Yeah, it's a real shame though. That people liked it. Like I, you know, I'm sure a lot, a lot of talented folks worked at that studio. I mean, they should have done a trains next. The first, then you Thomas the a, train engine has that that market locked down. But though. you could have a planes, trains, and automobile uh, connected universe. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, and then you could have like uh, Thanos. You could have. You could have the equivalent of Thanos, which would be like a what kind of vehicle? I don't know. He's like a, uh, he's got like a chair, a barge, a prison barge. Uh, <laughs> uh, Either way, no. You make a shot for shot remake of Top Gun with jets. Oh. Okay. And you you know get you know Danger Zone blaring, <laughs> all that you, fun stuff. You know, okay, Top Gun. Oh, actually, better idea. Yes. Trains, right? But it's a murder mystery. Murder of the Orient Express. But it's like uh, the... Tra- <laughs> Wait, so who would it be people in the train? No, that murder Orient Express has been murdered, and we have to find out oh, who done it. the train's been murdered. And then the... the tra- <laughs> okay, so the train's been murdered, yes. and then the trains now are trying to figure out how... Well, the- cars could be figuring out who killed the train, I suppose. You get your little Poirot car okay. with its large mustache. He yeah. was some kind of, you know, European Beetle type small car or something. <laughs> you know, because, you know, the car's universe runs on stereotypes. Well, Poirot is, you know, he's, he's very, he's kind of dainty. He's a, he's, a, he's a dainty man. He likes his eggs just so. Yeah. Now, did you ever see um, the TV version of, of Poirot? No, I've only ever seen... Because that's my Poirot. I've only ever seen both of the... I've only seen the Albert Finney and the, um, the new movie. Albert, who's Albert Finney? In uh, the Sidney Lumet's Murder in the Orient Express. Oh, oh, gotcha. Oh, speaking okay. of Sidney Lumet, I also oh. read a book. I read uh, uh, Making Movies by Sidney Lumet. Lumet? Really? I forget how to say his name. Yeah, great book. It was written in the 90s, I think. Late 80s. I don't know. It's basically him talking about his process, making movies, sharing stories, talking about how great of a guy Paul Newman is. You know, <laughs> fun, fun stuff. It's really cool. It's just like, you know, a great director talking about his craft. Would recommend. That's Pretty breezy cool. read. Just kind of going through the um the steps. He um and in the last chapter he just like goes on and on about how focus groups are fucking bullshit. <laughs> like he, I mean easier said than done, right? Well he just like goes on, it's like you focus test a, a movie to shit and they cut it to ribbons to appease people and it does badly, then what's the fucking point? Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do, do we ever hear about when it works, though? Right? Like, do we ever hear about when that works? Like, it works sometimes. I, I've heard like it, they changed the ending to a fish called Wanda for that. It worked. They changed the ending to Fatal Attraction, and that worked. Mm-hmm. I think he actually mentioned that in the book too. He's like, you only you, they always take these one things, and they always say that's this is why it works, but it doesn't work more often than not, or whatever. Gotcha. And also, like, he talks about also how like the stati- the st- statistics involved are like the pe- the statistic- statisticians like are even like are front being like 
none of this stuff actually means anything. It, no, it doesn't. How do you even control it? it? Yeah, it's like you can't... And here's the thing. You can market test something, and then three months later, six months later, those same people could feel a different way about something, right? Yeah. Interestingly, so. I've heard that there's like a town in like Arizona where like one of the studios goes to test all their movies that haven't come out yet, but it's like the same town every year. Huh. Or every every movie, it's like some rando town in Arizona that suppose I guess has like the best like quadrant cross section of of people and denominations and and genders and races and all that stuff. I guess you know. I mean, that would make more sense than let's say a place like California, mm-hmm. right? You're not gonna get you're not gonna get a good di- uh, cross section of the entire country's demographic with a state like California that seems to be so specific about our tastes maybe right? i mean there's towns in california i'm sure you could yeah you got the big cities and it's not so hard to find that kind of place Guns Actually, it's kind of funny it's the same town every year though yeah that's what the thing i heard yeah mm. yeah i wonder how that was set up man i don't like i know like those folks outside the amc is always trying to like hey you want to see a preview for your free movie i always no, feel I d- bad so pre- no bad. i do not i do not want to see an unfinished film sir yeah, because then once you see that same film later on, you're going to be like, huh, I remember this as being not as great. Well, I liked it when they that scene, I can't believe they cut it. Or also, even worse, it's like, I watched this movie, but then half the scenes were storyboards, <laughs> which happens sometimes. Right, yeah. It's like, I would not watch, I would not watch, there's no movie I would watch early in a pre-finished state. Not Star Wars, not James Bond, nothing. I mean, if it was a movie that I, I gave like zero fucks about... Maybe. No, I just want to see it fully realized. I mean, if it was like Must Love Dogs 2. Nope. I the, the Reckoning. <laughs> Must Love Dogs 2. All dogs go to heaven. Well, also at the same time, if you're not seeing the, the theatrical cut, then I feel like I haven't even really seen the movie, you know? People would be like, well, have yeah. you seen Must Love Dogs 2? And I'd be like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What? Okay. Would you feel better if, like, let's say you went to one of these things and that cut was horrible, right? And then later down the line, it's like they ask you for your feedback, you give your feedback, then later down the line you see this movie again, and it's like fucking, uh, it's like as good as, like, uh, you know, Moonlight or Three Billboards Outside of... Uh, I would no, also know, because the facade of filmmaking has been stripped. Wow, oh, okay. You, 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 you strip the veneer right off, and I can see the, the inner workings. Right. Yeah. Of how they didn't have a clue of what they were doing, and they were just scrambling in the dark, clawing in the dark, <laughs> trying to make something work. <laughs> yeah. And they just got lucky. Well, it's like, you know, never meet your heroes, right? Mm, I guess I've never met one of my heroes, so yes. Like, let's say... Uh, <laughs> well, no, never mind. Um, this is my last random thought. I think I'm running out of random thoughts. Um do you ever watch Joe Rogan Experience? No. I'm not like a I'm by any means I'm not like this Joe Rogan enthusiast at all, but he had on Steven Tyler, the singer from Aerosmith. How recently is this? This is like really recently that he okay. had Steven Tyler on. And of course I'm not like a fan of Aerosmith really at all I like either. Liv Tyler, she's fun. Yeah, she seems perfectly sane, but her dad is like out of his f- fucking mind like it was the strangest interview like it would be like this right go ahead and ask me how my day was hey mike how you doing well you know uh 
I was walking down the street and like, man, I've been like, you know, for like 40 years. All right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like for 40 years. All right. I've been doing this and I keep these crystals and they're like by my bed. And then like, it's like that. All right. So, okay. That's what it's like. Kind of reminds me of a certain president of the United States and how he talks. Oh God. Yeah. Just well. disjointed and nonsense. Right. Um, but I'm like, wow, that's what years and years of... Never mind, I'm not going to say it. Well, come on. Everyone knows what he's been up to. Anyways. Yeah. Um, kind of that, it's different, different strokes, but it reminds me of that time that uh, Harrison Ford was visibly high on, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel or one of those shows. Who was? Harrison Ford. Oh. Right. Where he was just like feeling the couch. He's like, ooh. You've seen those clips, right? Uh, I think... Maybe not. Maybe well, if he I wasn't haven't. high, he was certainly acting like it. it was such a strange interview. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, and I, Harrison I don't, Ford's like a regular Neil Armstrong. He is, yeah. Um, I mean, I know back in the '80s, he was sort of had his had his problems. Oh yes, I don't, you know, and I no one really knows anything about his personal life other than he flies a lot of planes. All I know is that he loves his family. Like, I'm not joking. That's not like a. You know, him being in a bunch of having to rescue my family movies, he legitimately is like super protective of his family. Oh, gotcha. Dude, if you had Harrison Ford as a dad, I'm sure no one's fucking with you. And if they try to, he's just going to go and punch him in the face. Yeah. I remember uh, there was there was some clip of him, and I think it was, I don't know if it was like <laughs> David Blaine or something. Oh, yeah, that also, I think, visibly high, too. And like David Blaine's in his house, and he does a trick, and then Harrison Ford just looks at me and goes, Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Harrison Ford's the cool guy. Yeah, he's, uh, hey, got to hand it to him for being in episode seven. I know he did. Indiana Jones 5 coming out 2021. Doing it. Really? Doing it. Got to happen. Supposedly. That's, that's, uh, an interesting. It seems like it would have happened by now. Right? They were writing it. I don't know what you know what's going on. I okay. think Lucasfilm is currently occupied with one of the other franchises. And then they, well, and of course, they probably had to spend a couple of years figuring out how to write Shia LaBeouf out of the movie. It's really not hard so. to write Shia LaBeouf out of the movie. It's really hard to write Indiana Jones into the movie when you're pretty old. I keep saying what you do, you get like Daniel Day Kim or someone to play a grown-up short round, and then he's Indiana Jones now. You're done. You did it. Right, yeah. Speaking of Daniel Day Kim... Who's in Hell, Hellboy? You know who they just announced is going to be in the Hellboy movie? Lobster Johnson. Really? Played by David, not David Hyde Pierce. Um, David Allen Greer. No, who's the guy from Sideways? Oh. Sandman. Uh, I don't know his name, but I know who you mean. He's got three names. Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, okay. It's going to be Lobster Johnson. That's cool. Focus on we don't know who Lobster Johnson is. He's like a guy who's punching Nazis and brands them a la New Batman with like lobster claws. Right. And he's also a ghost sometimes, <laughs> depending on which story you're reading. So when is that movie coming out? January or April. February? A- oh, April. Okay, cool. It got pushed forward. Yes. Or uh, Sorry, pushed back. It's kind of weird in the this day and age. Usually, like, a movie coming out in January being pushed to April would be a good thing. But nowadays, it's it could be like, well, movies do good in January now, so maybe they don't have confidence. in you know, it's like that kind of thing. Mm. In the same way that, like, well, no, never mind. I was going to say Predator was moved to August from January, but then it came out in September anyways, and then movie was <laughs> Yeah. Poor Predator. Can't, can't catch a break. 
It just, he, he just seems like it would be so easy to make a good Predator movie. All he wants to do is hunt his prey and, you know, fucking big Hollywood keeps getting in the way. They should just make it like a $20 million Predator movie where he's just a silent film where Predator's in the jungle hunting like some monster. Yeah, I just want that's all it should be is him hunting beefcakes. That's it. Not beefcakes, just like a like a like a Cthulhu monster or something. Well, yeah, I mean that could be a beefcake too, right? I guess so. Like a beefcake alien. See, like, I think people put too much stock on the beefcake thing. I keep saying that it's not the beefcakes that matters; it's the lampooning current action movie trends that matters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like a super no yeah like a superhero team like I, a superhero team so or, the, or the Fast and Furious family yeah or whatever's going on or even John Wick. It's the Predator v. John Wick. If it was literally Predator meets John Wick, I would be all over that. I mean, it's it's bad for the John Wick lore, for sure. Like, you just start the movie with a half hour of John Wick-type kicking ass, and then the Predator shows up. Done. Your yeah. movie's it's written. Your movie's written. You don't have to be no kids, no family, and nothing. Sign, sealed, delivered. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Everyone, tomorrow's voting day. You're getting this a week late or a day late. That's but right. Go and vote for the new Predator movie, <laughs> where they, they make it so it lampoons modern day action movie trends. Was that Prop Twenty One? I think it was Prop Twenty One. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How great would yeah. it be if the world was you had to vote on movies? <laughs> like, might as well. It's like they're it's like they want to make a. This is I'm also no no joking about this. They want to make a, a origin story for Willy Wonka prop. Prop W, uh, yes or no? Do you vote yes or no on Prop W? It's a hard no. Well, I mean, that's an interesting idea. Uh, that's just the example. I don't really care one way or another. But uh, What if there was some weird kind of poll? Or oh, like we're talking about the poll. I, I thought, we, I thought you were going to go into a, a tirade about how a Willy Wonka prequel might be a good idea. Oh, no, no, no. No, thank you. Still don't care. Um, Might no, be cool. Don't care, though. I'm talking about if a studio just was like, hey, guys, we're trying to decide on our next project. And then they give you, like, whatever, five options or something, and people actually vote on that shit? They did that for pilots on Amazon Prime, I recall. Oh. They let you vote for them. Um, hell, the show that we worked on was part of that, too, where it was a pilot vote program ours didn't really? get voted for, but we still got made anyways. Oh. Back in the day when we used to work in the same industry. Oh. I don't know what show you're talking about, but... Uh, the Adult Swim Show. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, it was part of their pilots program. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Except it didn't win, but it got picked up anyway. Right, it didn't win, but it got picked up anyways. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so they do that sometimes with that. That'd be kind of interesting. One. That was me. Oh, okay. I, was like, I heard a noise. It's, you know, Halloween's over. It's Guy Fox Day today. Oh, yeah, it is Guy Fox Day. Dating this podcast. Uh, I used to watch V for Vendetta every year on Guy Fox Day for really? like five years. For V years. How ceremonious of you. And then I stopped because I kind of just stopped. I should watch that movie again. That movie was really good. That was the most surprising movie I've ever seen in my life because that was back in the days when I thought movies, was, you know, when I was a high schooler and I was like, oh, this movie's going to be shit. You know, I try not to do that anymore, obviously. I remember seeing the trailer for the movie and thinking that his mask was funny looking. And then I thought, eh, that movie's going to be dumb. I, I thought the trailer basically was like, this is like just like an underworld type movie, whatever. Right, fucking. yeah. And my mom was like, hey, we're going to go see the Shaggy Dog. I was like, fuck you, mom. Buy me a ticket to V for Vendetta. And she's like, okay. And so she did. And so I went to go see that instead of the Shaggy Dog. 
Um, and uh, <laughs> I was blown away by how uh, not only was V for Vendetta not terrible, it was actually kind of great. It's kind of a great movie. And I'm actually glad I saw the movie without reading the comic because everybody who's read the comic says that the movie sucks. And I'm like, how can you say this movie sucks? It's great. I, the comic's like about like something completely different from the movie, isn't it? Like the theme, like even like the core theme is like not the same. Right. Well, the comic makes V a bit more... Uh, you don't really quite know what his motive is. Well, isn't He's the, a bit more evil in the, in, the, uh, in the comic. Isn't the comic about just like anarchy fuck everyone in the movies about like justice and the people right. and it's a little more hopeful that way well that's the thing is i, th- I think the movie kind of tapped into into some sort of uh cultural zeitgeist at the time right a bit and then you had all those people walking around with guy fox masks where are they that was that was just fucking 4chan reddit yeah it was shit. 4chan well mostly 4chan and anon whatever but like you think yeah. that like nowadays in, in our current political climate they 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 kind of they've disappeared you think they'd be more See, present but I, in our sort of like fight the power. Well, those people popped up during Obama, though. Well, they popped those, up during um, the Wall Street thing. What was it? Like, oh, that yeah. was like post recession right. thing. I think it was more like spawned by that than anything. Right. More yeah. like man, the the fucking you know the big big you know big soap is taking over the world. <laughs> or whatever yeah. industry. Funny times. Yeah. Well. Yeah, pretty funny. I mean, that's why Guy Fox is always always smiling. He is always smiling. Yeah, and that's we got to remember, kids is like even through the hard times, you just gotta smile. Yeah. Grab and also, have- Guy Bo- Fox was like burned alive, so <laughs> maybe don't try and be like him. Oh wow. You know you don't know who that? Do you not know Guy Fox? I mean. Or was I'm a casual? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if he was actually burned alive. He was definitely executed. Right. Yeah, because he tried to blow up Parliament so he could install a Catholic regime. Right. Yeah. And that's why they blew up Parliament in the movie. And that's why Yay. they burned effigies of him every year. Yeah. So Silly. whatever. Anyways, that's probably it. So until so. next week. Uh, the normal gamut of things. Uh, how's this go again? <laughs> uh, you can reach us at filmtestedvoyage.com, filmtestedvoyage.gmail.com, facebook.com slash filmtestedvoyage, youtube.com slash filmtestedvoyage, uh, Letterboxd, Batman Carthers. Well, okay. Hey, folks, we're both on Letterboxd. You should join <laughs> Letterboxd, too. It's a movie review site where it, 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 looks, it works like Facebook, where you can add friends and look at their movie reviews. He's... Batman Carthers. Batman Carthers. I'm Mr. Kerosene. <laughs> Keep up with us on Letterboxd. We're leaving movie reviews all the time on Letterboxd. Unless you're me and you've been super fucking busy. Unless you're Alex and you've been super fucking busy. <sighs> um, hey, hang in there, Alex. I'm things trying. Will, things will get better. Ooh-wee. Um, hey, everybody. We are a part of a bigger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. All right? This is primo podcasting on the let me listen podcast network that's the free kind of primo podcasting that's a free free primos free primo pizza uh there's a bunch of podcasts on the let me listen podcast network related to movies related to a whole bunch of things including you can find us on there this is on soundcloud this is on itunes you can leave comments you can leave reviews so go ahead and do those things. Basically those two things. Basically those two things. So go ahead and you do... You can th- tell your friends. Tell your friends I, about us. We have mentioned that already. That's right. 
And then this is where I run out of things to say, so I usually just awkwardly say goodbye. Yeah. Hey, everybody, watch some movies. Talk to us. Subscribe. Oh, yeah, subscribe and hit that, uh, hit that like oh, button. Don't do that. Don't tell people what to do. I hate that. When you go smash that like button, give us a, do whatever, do, do whatever, do whatever you want. Go guys. ahead and smash it. Just do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, fucking un- unsubscribe <laughs> if you want to. Unsubscribe and resubscribe confuses. Yeah, um, we're we're, not, we're here for for us. You'll see us next time on the Film Tastic Voyage. Goodbye. See ya.